0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Wild Wild Will We're going through all the Will Smith movies Uh, My name's Mark, we also have Lillian here We have Eric here And we're going to break down the movie Spies in Disguise 2019 hit featuring DJ Khaled Wait, he's he's really in the movie? Yeah, he's one of the voices Is he another pigeon? No, he's a little short guy He's the short guy That's in the hmm. CIA area Yeah, it's okay. a big
1: cast We got Rashida Jones We got Reba Tom Holland Will Smith even um, Rachel Woods There are a lot of people in this movie It's a real who's who can In I, Hollywood, you know Can I tell you something Before you even get into anything Can I fuck with all of your brains? Yeah So I like wanted to see, because this is like the first animated movie he's done since Shark Tales. So like 15 years in between. Shark Tales, not highly rated um, in the sphere. And I don't remember thinking it was that great when we watched it. Someone can listen to the old Patreon and tell me I'm a liar. But it cost $75 million to make. And they like grossed like $350. Like mil. This movie estimated to cost 100 million to make. They made like 170.
2: Is this a pandemic movie?
0: Okay. Is-
1: That's the thing, Eric. December 25th, 2019 it came out.
0: And we oh. shut down in March.
1: Yeah, but
0: like real shutdown.
1: Yeah, but like I feel like uh, you know, by like January, February, people were starting to hear like rumblings of stuff worldwide I feel like we were one of the last ones uh, to shut down I feel like worldwide they shut down quicker than we did so that would affect your gross
0: yeah but how much did we really care about it because I would say that we this this group here we're not we're no COVID deniers right you know I feel like we were pretty safe about it I mean Eric still doesn't leave the house because <laughs> I mean, of the COVID really <laughs> um And the the week before the huge shutdown where we literally had to shut, shut down, shut down. Mm -hmm. We did the Roaster Rochester and and every and and yeah, and everybody came out to that. So so how shut down? No, no, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I still think people are going to the movies if they're coming to a shitty comedy show at Blackfriars Theater. You know what I mean?
1: But I don't know globally. I didn't live in other parts of the world. So like, I just wonder your fault globally they had an impact on how much they made
2: but also it just seems like surprising. uh the other thing too is did you guys even know this was a movie before we started doing this podcast
1: no yes because we watched it before no but the podcast. but
0: it, i've heard of shark tale i never heard of spies <laughs> in these guys you know what i mean
1: um I feel like we turned it on. And I didn't remember, but then, like when we started watching, I was just like, "Oh, I remember."
0: Well, I have a theory
1: of this.
0: I have a theory that's a that's also part of a Lily theory about,
1: COVID? about.
0: Well, this is a Disney movie after they acquired Big Sky Productions or whatever. Basically, they they acquired the studio that made Ice Age.
1: Basically,
0: it's a Sony movie. We watched this bitch on Disney Plus. Who's fuck.
1: They, who the fuck do you think of
0: all Sony? Sony movies go to Netflix? Not
1: true. That
2: is true. Yeah, this was a this is 20th Century Fox, right?
0: Which is oh, Disney. Was this was Disney through and through. It Was a Big Sky production.
1: What okay, I'm gonna look it up? It was yeah, I'm Disney. seeing 20th Century Fox. Yes, it that was means the last Disney... Big Sky production.
0: Big Sky production.
1: It was the last one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It,
0: spies in these guys. Shut up. <laughs> by <laughs> Big Sky production I, we watch it on Disney Plus
1: I you realize oh we could I have, like the, I have the wiki up are they're in bed together no?
2: <laughs> Mark Mark check out the last paragraph in the first uh, whatever before the plot all right you'll get all your information
0: Blue Sky, sorry, Blue Sky Studios, Twentieth Century Fox,
1: Kernan Entertainment.
0: That's those are the production companies.
1: I'm I understand what you're saying. I'm looking for what I read. <laughs>
0: well, can I say my theory while you're looking? Yeah, yes, and then you can you can interrupt me when you find it.
1: Okay, can I say this? So this came out the same year as Spider-Man Far From Home, which we're going to get into because can I tell you, these movies uh, share most of the same plot points. Um, both films are produced by companies owned by the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. Marvel Studios slash Blue Sky. What does that have to do with Sony? Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my theory. What's happening? This is
1: where I got the Sony from. Is because the Sony people,
0: owned Spider Man.
1: No, the animation <laughs> looked like a bunch of Sony movies, like it looked like Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs and Arthur uh, Christmas, like the way the people okay. were designed. All right, and also I <laughs> just think Tom Holland and Sony. <laughs> okay, so
0: this is my theory. It's- Can
1: you at least admit Disney owns Blue Sky? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Guy spies in <laughs> these guys. All right, so I'm this <laughs> really railroaded this bitch Kill for me. that. No. All right, so this is my theory on it. Before I get into the plot, is the the failure, especially on Disney's side, uh-huh. but I would say maybe even just any company that does the failure of animated movies that are aimed towards boys. When they're aimed towards girls, they do better. Successful. When they're de- aimed towards boys, for whatever reason, they are not as successful.
2: What would you say? Where does Aladdin
0: fall in? Aladdin aims towards boys, but I'm not saying that's a hard and fast rule. Aladdin okay. very much. But like Jungle Book, Jungle Book, right? That's aims towards boys.
1: I, but I'm saying I don't think Aladdin's aimed towards boys.
0: Okay, like the ones like turning red, and then Mm -hmm. what's the other one about your feelings? Inside Out. Inside Out. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say
1: this. I have a problem with boys. Um, yes, but they're saying geared towards boys or girls because like I hate the idea that just because there's a female protagonist, that means that that movie's not geared towards.
0: Turning red was about getting your period. It was a different
1: one, Mm -hmm. but like in Kanto.
0: That's girl shit. I'm going to say this. I think... I think... (laughs) All Spanish people are girls. We know this.
1: I think that um, when you don't have musical numbers in children's movies, I think it makes it difficult. What about a
0: goofy movie?
1: So many musical numbers.
0: aimed towards boys.
1: That's aimed towards goofs. (laughs) <laughs> All right, but
0: so, so this one though, had Mark Ronson on it and, and a Will Smith cover of a song, right? We figured out,
1: yeah, where well, they're trying to bury that fucking but, Will Smith cover, but
0: I'm just saying, so this one kind of had it's i it didn't have um people you know, it wasn't a straight up musical, but this one did feature a lot of like songs music and i think original songs like mark ronson's in there producing this bad boy did it make up for it the non-musical like actual singing about the plot
1: i mean i think as like um non-musical movies go i feel like it was like fine it like held my interest enough like um yeah
0: Well, Lily and I are just fresh off this. We watched this like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Eric, you're a few weeks away from Mm. it, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Uh, anything about this? Yeah, vaguely. I mean, the
2: basic structure I kind of got in my head. But so you're just talking about like, let me ask you guys a question because I feel like you watch more kids movies because you have kids. What's the trend right now? Do Disney movies or whatever Sony's animated movies do they put a lot of singing in them or is or have they stripped that away? What's the trend?
0: It's still singing
1: I mean you have like frozen your, you have your randoms, mm. which are like uh Ryan the Last Dragon that doesn't have any music, and I feel like um good movie would have been a great movie if they added a the soundtrack and Kanto colossal um mm-hmm. i mean but then like it's hard because like pixar does fine making movies without music i you know what i mean like the toy stories i mean do they have mm-hmm. iconic songs yes but they don't you know what i mean so i feel like pixar does really well not doing musicals but like disney doesn't i don't know i think um i think it's maybe like preference like i really enjoy movies with music i feel like they capture the kids attention a little bit better like um trolls from dreamworks as opposed to if we have to like sit through a movie that doesn't have like those quick, like, hey, look at me, you idiot moments of singing. Mm.
0: I, I think the uh I think the younger skewing cartoons, like the ones that are like literally for five-year-olds, four-year-olds, they got the music in them. And my proof is my proof is in the put in here. Disney Junior shows. Mm. Now Disney Junior shows. So like um puppy dog pals, right?
1: Puppy dog. <laughs> right, we're
0: talking about that. Uh, uh, the the what's the Lion King one? What's it called?
1: Lion Guard.
0: Lion Guard. Lion Guard. They would actually have a an original song in every single episode.
1: Oh yeah, like Sofia like, the l- They
0: literally have, have F- rich. Bird. They would make these cartoons with original songs in every single episode. We've graduated to just um the Disney Channel now. Okay. They're done with that shit. They don't do that anymore, but Disney Mm. Jr. they do. So I think it's just the younger skewing movies. And since we have, you know, we still have a five-year-old to hold everybody's attention. You gotta got you gotta get that music in there.
1: You know what? I'm gonna say this when it comes to kids' movies now. And I feel like this movie tried to do it a little bit, but there's a movie that did it much more successfully. Where I feel like um movies now are like, oh, kids are into TikTok and um youtube so like in this movie they did a lot of like um almost like random humor where it's just like kitty bomb and like a blanket that's just like i like hugs like you know what i mean like trying to do like almost like internet-y shit
0: meme meme Mm. stuff yeah
1: like little quick memes or just like um yeah like where it's like really like colorful or like fast and this movie tried to do it but I feel like um, a kids movie that does it really incredibly well is uh, the Mitchells versus Machines.
2: Oh, and I haven't seen it. That's Netflix.
1: That's Netflix, Eric. I'm gonna recommend. I have watched that without the kids. Like that's honestly just kind of like a really solid movie. But it's very much like internet culture, where like the right. one daughter is like making movies on the internet, and it's got like a lot of um. I don't. I don't even know how to like say it. Like, pop up, Mimi jokes. I, like, it's all like almost scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. Where you know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, we know people don't have attention spans anymore. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like I feel like there's a lot of, like a lot of quick flashes to keep you like looking at it. But Mitchell's versus the Machines does it very well. That is like a very good animated movie. That's like outside of the realm of Disney that I feel like shows that you can, you know, go beyond Disney and make like a good animated movie because I feel like I'm at the point too where sometimes I don't know if an animated movie is good anymore because if you see something enough, your brain will make you like it.
2: Yeah. I'll have to check out Mitchell and the Machines, right? That's what it's called?
1: Versus, versus.
2: Versus the Machines. But uh, I have the per- perfect metaphor for Spies in Disguise. It's it's a movie where you're a little too old to be seeing animated movies, but you went to the theater. Maybe you're like a 12-year-old mm. boy or 13, and you're like, but there's going to be action in it. And then you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. This is maybe a little too kiddy for me. Probably shouldn't be fucking watching this. Uh, what was that movie we watched a lot of of uh, Titan A.E. right?
0: Oh yeah, Some yeah. Like lit. Titan
2: A.E. was like, oh, you're just a little too old, but there's action in it, so I'm just gonna fucking watch it. Whatever, I'm just gonna
0: hammer through this seven <laughs> times in a month. <laughs> <I'm> just gonna <laughs> grit and bear it <laughs>
1: for an eighth time.
0: <laughs> All right, should I do the, the yeah. plot of this? Yeah, yeah, probably. Spies in these guys.
1: Stop. Say it correctly once.
0: Spies in
1: Disguise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spies in Disguise. Terrible name, by the way. Spies in Disguise. (laughs) Spies in these guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we have Lance Sterling. He's like a secret agent for basically the CIA. And uh, he's played by Will Smith. And he's, uh, he's like a cool guy, right? But he also likes to use violence. All right, and this thing starts off. He does. That's the whole thing. He start. He likes. He'll. He'll shoot.
1: Spy. But he'll
0: shoot and he'll like use his violence.
1: But he's like a normal spy. <laughs> but like with his willingness to use violence, yes, normal
0: spy level. Um, the movie starts off much like a Mission Impossible or like a James Bond, where it's like an action sequence and he's fighting what looks like uh, Kill Bill Volume Two. Like, at the, is he in Japan? I think he's in Japan and it's just like it's like classic Japanese mafia type of thing like really cool looking being up a bunch of guys and there's like a big bad and it's this guy and he's got a claw for a hand and he like scans Will Smith's character's face what's it Lance Sterling's face Um, but then Lance Sterling ends up defeating him and he like runs off like He, he grabs a briefcase and then it cuts the credits and he's back to Washington and he's like in the CIA headquarters and he's getting all these kudos and congratulations. He's a big rock star, Lance Sterling. Um, but during the fight, he didn't like this one part where like, the way he got away was like a glitter bomb, pr- pretty much. It's like this adorable glitter bomb that like, all the bad guys were like, oh, this is adorable. And then were distracted and he was able to escape. He didn't like that. And he went and talked to Tom Holland's character, who is, I don't even remember his name, Walter? Yeah. Tom Holland's character, Walter, and he's basically, if you watch James Bond, what's, what's it called? Q? Yeah. He's the dude that makes all the tech. But his thing is that all of his technology that he makes for the eight, the the secret agents to go out there, they have no, like, it doesn't hurt people, right? It's mostly just, like, distraction and it's adorable or whatever. So he's not making weapons. He's making tech that's anti weapon. Lance Sterling doesn't like that. He gave him a glitter bomb and messed with his stuff and he gets him fired. But then um, Lance Sterling. Oh, yeah, there's like an internal investigation that happens right after that by Rashida Jones's character. And she comes in and she's like, you're the bad guy. You stole the briefcase. And they show like a video of Will Smith's character. Where he was just fighting, stealing a briefcase. He's like, that wasn't me. But they're like, it was you. We're going to capture you. And he's like, not today. And he escapes and he goes to find Walter, who had just gotten fired, like at his house, because he he's basically looking. He's basically just trying to find his innocence and he's Mm -hmm. he needs him to help him for whatever reason. Um, so he finds Walter and Walter's like messing with some weird contraption that messes with your genes or whatever, and Will Smith's character ends up drinking it and turns into <laughs> a Jesus pigeon. Christ. Right?
2: This plot is insane. Keep going.
0: <laughs> it's a cartoon. <laughs> he, he turns into a pigeon. Okay. And he's a pigeon the entire time um, that he's trying to fi- trying to basically show his innocence. And uh, what happens is when that guy scanned his face, the big bad guy with the claw hand, when he scanned his face, he, he scanned it and saved the memory. And he's got like tech that can make him turn him into whoever he wants to like look like type of thing. And so they got to fight him and, And at the end, you find out that the big bad guy, the reason that he is going after Will Smith and framed him or or Lance Sterling and framed him is because back in the day, Lance Sterling like blew up a bomb to defeat this bad guy's crew and it killed his whole crew and it maimed him and and all this stuff. Just basically being like, hey, look, your violence, it's making me be more violent type Mm -hmm. of thing. Hence why it's like, ooh, you should go with what uh, Tom Holland, a, a.k.a. Walter's doing, which is non resistance type of stuff. And uh, they end up saving the day. Will Smith stops being a pigeon. And uh, then they're kind of like a crew and buddy cop type of thing. Right?
2: Man, that's a mouthful. You explain it back. It's just it really crystallizes... Um how weird this fucking movie is,
1: right? You know, I think it's hard because it's like, yeah, that's a lot to explain. But like, honestly, when you're explaining any spy movie, they're all kind of convoluted. Like, anytime we have to explain like a Mission Impossible, it's like, this guy was wearing 12 masks before we realized what was going on. You know what I mean? So I feel like, I don't know if it's a problem with the movie or a problem with the genre
2: yeah maybe maybe insane is the wrong word maybe it's more like um you know i honestly the one thing that bothers me is the convenience of the the pigeon thing of him drinking like the beaker couldn't they've done that like slicker i don't know like it just seemed
0: well he did it by like accident right
1: he was thirsty and he grabbed the drink and he drank it (laughs) I mean, I mean, honestly, I kind of like that. You do have to remember it's a cartoon, so... Also, <laughs> I feel like that was what was funny about it was, like, this cool, slick, secret agent guy could, like, get taken down by just thinking he was drinking a cup of water. Like, it, like it's the bravado of it, where, like, he thinks he is so cool and smooth, and she's like, you just fucking... Drink pigeon poison.
0: Oh, all right. So I have another question to, for, to you, to you two about this. <clears throat> because um the whole thing with Tom Holland's character there, like his his mom's dead, right? Got dead mom. Mm-hmm,
1: sure.
0: And he was she went, a police officer? He's a police officer. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> right.
0: That <happens>. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. <laughs> cat, cat, pig. <laughs> I um, just but, say it's
1: a dangerous <laughs> line of duty.
0: Um, Heroes. So so um she she said something to him in the beginning where it's just like
1: it's good to be weird.
0: Like or something like that. Like he's yeah. like a weirdo kid, he's getting picked on.
1: Like the world needs weird.
0: The world needs like weirdos or something. So is this a thing though? Because like this that is like that is part of just movies, especially kids' movies. Like, are you different? Are you On the out, you know, are you on the outside of society type of thing? Well, you know, be yourself, right? That's like Mm -hmm. kind of like what we've taught in this. Like, hey, you're meek. You're weird. Oh, you're kind of mousy. Oh, yeah. Like, you're the good guy. You're the good guy. And is it because all these fucking like puny, weak, mousy loser writers write all the media? You know what I mean? Like, just because that's what we've been fed by all these loser writers, is, you know what I mean? Is it really the true thing that we should be teaching everybody? Is that you're a meek, weird loser? (laughs) You're the good guy from these loser writers. You know what I mean?
1: What's weird to me is, (laughs) one... You're a fucking loser, and you're you <laughs> hey, hey. Come on now! Like, you ran like the in crowd, or oh, you know I'm an alpha male. <laughs> okay.
2: Is- wow.
1: So I don't. You have a weird perception of yourself, too. I feel like, yeah, Mark. What fucking stories? They're like, hey, man, cool kid at school. Everything's going great. Have friends. People seem to like me. Doing pretty well at school. Like, there's no fucking story no, but, there. Well, there's, there's th- no story there.
0: There is, but but all the weirdo writers have written all the cool kids that way. So now we're stuck with that that cultural like pinpoint type of like type of thing with when it comes to us muscly dudes in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that's why I'm saying maybe the heroes in our story of life are Zack Snyder. And, um, and uh, what's the guy who's the guy that made Bad Boys
2: <laughs> from Bad Boys?
0: Yeah, who's the direct, The guy that oh, Michael Bay, it? Michael Bay, and Zack Snyder? Are these the guys because they're like the, the macho, Bay is they're a the door. No, they're like the macho y guys. No, are they the ones that are no. on the outskirts actually making movies Michael for Bay us alphas.
1: Is a dork, <laughs> a dork. Like, like, let's not get this twisted. He might put a lot of explosions and shit and stuff, but like, he is a dorker. I thought he's, I thought he isn't Michael Bay
0: muscly.
2: No, he's very um scrawny. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of
0: Zack Snyder then.
2: <laughs> Zack Snyder's yeah, he's a little muscly.
1: I don't think muscles equal or Eli Roth normal.
2: Eli Roth's really strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want, I want he strong
1: people writing dead stuff. They're cool. I want
0: Hulk Hogan to make a movie.
1: Here's the thing, Mark. I think you know this, and I think you're just being a pain to be a pain, but, like, obviously, you have to tell the story of being an outside or being a little different, and how it's a good thing, because inevitably, everyone has a skewed sense of themselves, and everybody views themselves as like, I'm a little bit different, I'm a little bit other because like we all have this like insane need where we can't view ourselves as like you know tiny specks or as just exactly like everybody else with the exact same issues so I feel like even if you're the coolest kid like you were at school you would find a character that's just like I'm fucking different and I- weird and you'd be like wow you know what all my other cool friends don't know this but I feel like that I- too alright here's the thing but I think you.
0: I'm, know that. I'm glad to get your perspective. I want to get Eric's too. Another thing, we should make a, a podcast called Alpha Movies <laughs> about like alpha people in it. Also, every Tom Cruise movie is an alpha movie. Um, Eric, what do you think about what I said about writers being a bunch of losers? So we get all these loser characters in movies.
2: Uh, I'm going to say something tangent to that because I don't want to answer your question. <laughs> um. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so with this film, if this film came out in the '90s, would it would the subplot with Tom Holland not be in it, and it would just be about Will Smith as a spy, goes and, and goes and infiltrates this bad guy's lair, gets pricked by something, goes back to home base, turns into a pigeon, It's like, oh no, now I'm a spy as a pigeon, and it's like very streamlined. It, it has storytelling for children become a little bit more complicated, where they're like. Okay, spy, they do your A story, your B story, they both come together. It it might, did I just think this was like overly complex? That's what I'm hung up on.
1: You know what I think you're missing, Eric, is in yours, he does not learn any lessons. If he's just randomly pricked and becomes a pigeon, the whole (laughs) point of kids' movies is that there needs to be a lesson. And the lesson in this one is that you can't fly solo, you need a crew, you need a team. Not violent. And that, um, you know, you should listen to alternative ideas and that, you know, there are uh, other ways of doing things that are nonviolent. Good point. Good point. I think that's a kid's movies can't just like, you know, be a movie for a movie sake. Most kids movies and kids books have to have a lesson. They have to be, uh, there's like um literal formats for them where it's like uh home away home where like, your protagonist is at home. They leave home. They go out in the wide world. They, like, realize it's fucking crazy, and they go home again, or mm. uh, there's, like, home and a way where, like, they're at home, and maybe they go out in the world, and they become successful, and they learn to navigate it, and, like, you know, can share that at home. But, yeah, they have to have a point. But
0: this one did have a more traditional, like, Classic nineties Disney uh, thing going, where it did have a bad guy that was truly a a bad guy. Where it's like now the Disney movies, it's a it's about yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Turning Red is about yourself and dealing with Turning Red. yeah, and, and dealing with like your you menstruation, know, your menstruation. Um, but also so is the like all of them are pretty much right now. There's no like there's no like big villains. Honestly, he I had do. Frozen.
1: I, no, they have Hans. Um, I do kind of prefer that in Disney movies now because, like, in Kanto, uh, like, the bad guy is just, like, I don't know, generational trauma and, like, trying to understand your family through the lens of generational trauma and accepting that. And um, Moana, it's about a girl just, like, going out and figuring out who she is and where she belongs. Oh my
0: god, but do you remember? And like I
1: fucking love that and like there's like love interests, we're gone. We don't fucking need that shit anymore. And I I love the introspectiveness yeah, of uh kids' movies now.
0: You won't but don't you fucking remember when Ursula's huge and they fucking stab her with a ship. Yeah. Like, how you don't get that anymore. They yeah, get fucking Eric. Prince, mm-hmm. Eric stabbing a big squid with a ship. Yeah. Black blood coming out of her yeah. freaking stomach and lightning
1: behind her. Yeah. You're not getting Gaston <laughs> straight up trying to murder a beast. Oh, with a club. And falling to his what if death. He... All right. So he's
0: smashing the heads of the statues, the gargoyles. with the So club. good. What if he hit the beast?
1: He did a few times. Yeah. He was really fucking trying, man.
2: And he, Gassan did that tricky shit where he like tried to like backstab
1: him and beast just
0: had to fucking throw him. I love that fight. Oh, he did a Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator Mm. where he stabbed him in the side.
1: I mean, remember in Snow White when they literally did let the evil queen win and get that bitch dead in a coffin?
2: Yeah. Yep. yep, like, yep. You know I mean?
1: like they were like, no, she won for a minute. Not anymore. I you know what. So it. I
2: guess the what I want to say about the complexity of this is, I yearn for the simple days of like a baby's day out kind of script, oh, right? Shit. The baby gets You're
0: out, regressing to a two-year-old.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, baby's day out is like uh, for all ages. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's his name, Joe Mont- Montana? Yeah. Oh, just like getting home alone the entire time—it's great. Watched a
1: lot of Babies Day Out. Um, I also watched a lot of like uh, Honey, I blew up the baby.
2: Oh, that had good effects.
1: Did it though? We watched. I watched
0: yeah, the did... kids. Honey, I shrunk the kids. The yeah, original. How'd
2: that hold up?
0: It's still good. That it's like the kids liked it.
1: There are like the parts that you really remember, and then there's a lot of the movie you like. Damn, did not remember any of that. You know what?
0: They spent a lot of time in the lawn.
1: They do. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) They spent a lot of time just, like, walking past the same huge (laughs) blade of grass. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, I get it. Grasshopper comes by.
2: (laughs) He's cute. And then
1: come on a bumblebee. (laughs) He's
0: allergic.
2: He's allergic to the bumblebee. Okay, but I also
1: learned, man, about... Needing bananas for potassiums oh, because of uh, one, yeah, because of those movies. It's Honey mm. ourselves,
2: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You need a
1: banana.
0: You know, it always bothered me about that because they made milkshakes or root beer floats mm. like the kids to like cheers that the parents were gone, were gone or whatever, <laughs> and they had the whole themselves. Mm-hmm. One of the kids root beer floats like so they just like poured it all. One of the kids root beer floats was a was like a third of a cup. <laughs> you even get a full cup and like the prop. Well, the prop person doesn't go like, oh, these bitches just filled up these root beer floats. Why would this kid only get a third <laughs> of a cup?
1: Because maybe he doesn't want the sugar. I out. feel like
0: they just ran out of root beer float and didn't do anything about it.
2: Oh man, That's we gotta go enough. through that franchise. I'm curious like how they all stack up.
0: I can imagine. Is it just
2: three? Is it just
1: three? I feel like didn't they make one there's, kind of recently?
0: There's I bet you I'm gonna say there's six. To I'm say gonna say, "There's <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." <laughs> honey, I Shrunk the Kids, two. That can't be it. No, thing.
1: it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Baby, I Honey, up. I blew up the baby.
0: Honey, I shrunk <laughs> ourselves, and then I'm. Gonna, I'll, I'll say five, and then I'm gonna say two more after that.
1: Okay, All right. like, I'm, I'm
2: looking look it up. Who's
0: talking, are
1: there? Three, <laughs> at least three, right? Okay, I don't even know how I'm looking this up. Yeah. Oh, it was a TV show too. Dang. What? Honey, I shrunk the kids from uh nineteen ninety seven to two fucking thousand, okay, so we got honey, I shrunk the kids, yeah, oh, honey, I blew up the baby. that's what we just said yeah. honey, I'm sorry,, honey, we shrunk ourselves, mm. Okay, this is a weird one. It says Disneyland Paris. Oh, honey, I shrunk the audience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, and to go. So
1: I think it's the three. I think it's the three.
0: To go off of again, my um, we got a bunch of loser writers making everything right now. It's also seeps into comedy too. These musical music theater kids that end up going the route of comedy, and that's how we mm. end up with James Corden fucking in Cats. All right. That's how we end up with shitty late night house is music theater kids that think they're hilarious.
1: Like, Are you like, it's like the... tonight? Like
0: what is going? On? <laughs> like
1: you I found out some it, guy... no, I found hard out hard
0: some guy watch? I found out some guy that I work with um at um at Wise there? Brother. Yeah, he um he just got hired writing for Jimmy Fallon.
1: And that bothers you?
0: No, but maybe subconsciously, subliminally.
1: Apparently. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, um, a bunch of theater. Well, he's not a theater kid, though.
1: All right. We're going to move off Mark's ego. <laughs> I'm going to say this.
0: Macho movie. I want to say this about Spies
1: in Disguise. I feel like I'm having a really hard time. So I feel like the vibe I'm getting from the two of you is that you didn't really care for it. I feel like I'm having a very hard time saying anything too harsh about it. Because I just want to say, I think um, Will Smith and Tom Holland are fucking, like, fantastic voice actors. Like, yeah, I, feel
2: I would 100%, like, I'd 100% agree with that.
1: I feel like um, they didn't meet the entire time that they made this. I feel like they had such good chemistry. I think Will Smith, like, he fucked up, man. He could have been sitting in a studio for years and years because I feel like he is such a good voice actor. I think he... Can um put so much into his voice. And I just think he really like does such a good job voice acting. And Tom Holland's a good voice actor. And I just feel like I want to see the two of them kind of just like in a movie together. I mean, Tom Holland, I feel like always does well when you put him with um like an older like season actor. Like he uh just like plays against that very well. And I just like I feel like it's hard for me to be like, You know, this movie wasn't perfect, but, like, I don't know. Like, I really did enjoy Will and Tom Holland together. I
0: mean, have we ever watched a Will Smith movie and went, oh, Will Smith didn't do good? We always feel like he does well, right?
1: Um, After? No,
0: I mean, I did like this movie. I like this movie. Wait, that was Eric. Wait, who you said that I didn't like this movie. That
1: was just the vibe I was picking up.
0: Um... This
2: movie was fine, I guess. Yeah. It, it didn't offend me.
1: <laughs> I'll say this, because we are all adults. We did watch it with our three kids. We'd seen it previously with them, so I feel like the interest level was a little bit lower just because they had previously seen it. But, like, they all were fine with it. I think they're very comfortable with we it, weren't, like, raving about it. But they were all fine with it. Ben gave it a 7.8 out of 10. Dang, um, that's a good rating. Yeah, it's very specific. So I feel like, you know, kids are feeling the same. And, you know, I don't even want to say, like... You know, the movies our kids really rave about definitely have music because that's stuff that they can sing later on to show that they're interested. But, like, I remember, like, Marielle would put on Luca a lot, which I think is a hunk of fucking shit. Um, so they'll they, you know... If they really like a non-singing movie, it'll get watched a lot. And this is not something they've ever chosen to put on themselves.
0: Also with the kids, I um, this is for people that aren't parents yet. What you need to learn is once you do something one time, you forever have to do it in perpetuity.
1: You've still barely learned this lesson. So
0: I'll give you an example. Movie nights, popcorn. Got to make popcorn, right? I mean, Mm. that's a classic. That's fine, right? But then one day, and I fucked up today, too. One day, just for funsies, in their bowl of popcorn, they each get a bowl of popcorn, I hid a a candy at the bottom of the bowl of popcorn. So they had a little treat. Mm, Okay. But now I have to do it every time. And this time, one of the treats that I hid in there was like a, it was a sucker, but it was like a, Head a warhead sucker. So I was like, ah, shit. Somebody, one of the kids is going to get this. So they're going to be like, uh, too, too sour, too mm-hmm. sour for me. Mm-hmm. So I put two treats in there. So oh now God. I'm going to have to put two treats in there every single time. And also,
1: they loved the sour head sucker.
0: <laughs> so if you're watching a movie though, what's the treat? If like you're going to the movie theater, what are you picking?
1: Me? Do
2: you come? Oh, sorry, go for Lily. Did you say dude come"?
0: Yeah, what? What?
2: He said, go for it, Lily. No, <laughs> no, 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 before
1: no, that, no, you no, said no, dude, no, dude
0: come." What?
1: Like, yeah, someone isolate that audio. He definitely isolate that. said dude <laughs> cum. <come."
0: laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> I know. They sold it at the theater. I'll
0: go first. Classic popcorn. I'll definitely get a Reese's. <laughs> oh, I, wait! I we I actually give You're this to Lily. I, no, no, Reese Reese's pieces, Reese's pieces. I know what Lily's gonna say. Lily's is insane, but it's just because we have Tinseltown here, and they give us the good, good.
1: Okay, yeah. And
0: Lily's yeah. is fucking okay, insane.
1: My, my <laughs> okay, I'm bracing myself. Typically, it's like a popcorn and a bunch of crunch. Now we have Tinseltown, and I don't know why they do this. But they sell Pizza Hut pizza.
0: Yep. <laughs> Lily's is an entire oh, pizza. It's like
1: I would like. Excuse me. Excuse me you fat piece of shit. That you're. like I'm getting a personal pan pizza. That I'm not finishing.
0: And I reap the benefits.
1: And popcorn and a bunch of crunch. But I'm sharing that with you. I
0: feel like Eric's just getting. Oh, a water and a dude come. And that's about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what do you getting Number two,
2: um, I I go kind of a classic. I go with popcorn and raisin nuts.
1: Do you really get raisin nuts?
2: Yeah, if I'm if I'm splurging.
1: When was the last time you've done that? Because I've gone to the movies with you a lot, and I don't think I've ever seen you get shit.
2: I got popcorn raisin nuts for Halloween ends back in October.
1: Wow, with his cool friends.
0: um wanted to show off a little
1: yeah i got, i got i got reason that's
0: money (laughs) um
1: i will say this i um i'm also very easily tricked because i remember one time when we went to see star wars you got me a stormtrooper helmet that the popcorn was in and then the next time we went and saw star wars um, you did not get me the specialty holder and i was very unhappy yeah, just like
0: the kids where it's like be the, same thing. <laughs> the candy there was no treat at the bottom there was no specialty what, what was wild was eric i don't know if you came with us but it was a real hodgepodge of, of human beings we all went to see passion of the christ
2: no oh my god no i missed out on this oh, please okay. tell it tell this me, story
0: mom daisy Loriano.
1: You cannot put her last name on here, Mark. You know you're going to add at that, right?
0: Brandon Clark.
1: Mark, stop. this is editing for you. This is editing work for you.
0: It's on the Patreon side of the episode, oh, don't you worry.
1: jobs where I don't think like, you should put their full names out there.
0: Uh, <laughs> and we went to... Well, I'm not saying anything bad about them. We went to go see Passion of the Christ. And it seemed like so sacrilegious that they um they had people... Because it was packed... Right, it was packed because it, it was like the week of. They had people going around the theater like a like a baseball game, selling selling like um, snacks just like for cash that you would just be like peanuts! Uh, is that a peanuts.
1: Eating during
0: it that was what I thought. I was like, is, is, "Are we going to see like a dude go through the passion? Like we're going to see a dude getting whipped like forty times <laughs>
1: through the passion? <laughs> is that what it's called?" We could just call it torture. Any yeah. like, <laughs> more ass?
0: Yeah. So a bunch of people were like eating and stuff. And
2: did you end up eating?
1: No,
0: I was there for my lord. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the movie's kind of creepy.
0: They're making a second one.
2: Yeah, there's rumors like back dad's for gonna
1: more. Passion of the Christ two. Holier than thou. This time I'm not. Joking around.
0: (laughs) He's got Joker (laughs) makeup on. (laughs) Okay.
1: I'd watch that. I'd fucking. Um, I don't know. I I do like getting things at the movies. You know what I mean? Like
0: oh, like the like the posters at the end of stuff.
1: Like, I feel like I'm I'm a real bitch. And it was before I was like super afraid of movie theaters, but like I definitely went with your youngest brother to a Double feature of Hunger Games where we got like bracelets and lanyards, and I bought him the thickest, grossest looking hot dog to eat. Yeah. What the fuck? That's
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got the Oscars coming up, and this is the first Oscars post slap.
1: Oh. Mm. oh, oh, mm. right. Yeah, because this—he's
0: not allowed there anymore, right?
1: He left the academy
0: I thought they kicked him out I thought that was like part of the thing he's like banned for 10 years from the Oscars
1: well do you think the whole Oscars would be like
2: slap jokes the
0: entire time yeah Jimmy Kimmel oh he's gonna go there
1: you know it is I feel like we can't discuss it too much till we get a little closer to it in movie timeline but it does feel very disappointing you know like, we're at 2019, Will Smith. Yeah, the road's been bumpy, guys. Not every movie has been a banger. There's been a lot in the media around his family, around his marriage, but I feel like 2019, it's a little bit quieter. You know, maybe we got some red table talk. We definitely...
2: Yeah, oh, well, let me ask you two a question. Do you think the most successful thing that will smith has done and when i say successful i don't mean monetarily box office i mean successful as in just franchising himself is being like the youtube dad character that he's come up with where he's like on youtube and it's like oh he's playing a synth for two hours or oh he's going surfing for the first time and he's just kind of like chubby and he has a beard probably because he gained weight for fucking king richard but Is that like his most successful thing he's done in a while where it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of know him more from YouTube dad phase and not necessarily what's coming out in theaters or even musically what's on the radio?
1: Yeah, I feel like there definitely is the era where it's like he hadn't made a lot of movies that people were seeing and you definitely just mostly knew him as like crying on the Internet and maybe being like a bit of um. What, like a cuckled a cuckled man mm-hmm.
0: a big cuck, yeah
1: yeah um I don't know if the term successful is what I'd like to use for it um he definitely got media coverage and you know I guess with that old adage like there is no such thing as bad press and I mean I don't know I guess in the long run if you look at his whole career like you know years from now, are people going to remember his filmography and um like his comedy and his music more than they'll remember, like maybe these more, I don't want to say,
2: well, let's not jump too far ahead because think of it this way. Will Smith's still a young boy. Um, How old is he? 50.
0: <laughs> I would say, so let, let's he go to-
2: us He can turn a corner and become like that actor from fifty to hundred years old where it's like, oh shit, he started doing like Liam Neeson movies where he's just yeah. gruff and like shooting people and we're like, well, yeah, yeah, Will Smith's I think that's back. what I'm
1: saying. It was like you know, you have these years where like he's looked at as like maybe not in the light that he would choose for himself. You know what I mean? Like he had years where it's like he's cool, he's swagger, he's sharp, and then it's just like he's like a little pathetic. But I feel like when people eventually look at his whole thing, I feel like we'll remember those years the least. I, where we didn't yeah. think of him as Mr. Cool. You know what I mean? I think his lasting yeah. legacy will be, like, charming and charismatic more than, like, um, uh, a beaten husband.
0: I think his best years were when he was doing it all, and it was, like, I don't know, just, like, the timeline, maybe? When he was in the 90s? Mm -hmm. At that TV show, Fresh Prince, he had the albums, he had the movies, and he was doing all that shit at the same time, and then he got weird, and he hasn't broken out of that. Whereas, like, we'll go with Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, like, he hit his stride, he was doing, you know, we'll say 90s around the same time, doing great stuff, then he got fucking weird, (laughs) he's broken through now, and he's like the movies, it's Tom Cruise, and he is the dude. But like, he's got his niche now, which is you're gonna see my shit at the theater, and also I'm gonna do a stunt that's gonna kill me at some point. <laughs> Will's what? Will Will Smith is doing like, I mean, I'm not looking forward to freaking Emancipation. He's doing some. He's just, he's still trying to do like art house or whatever. I don't <clears> know. <throat> Maybe not art house, but like things like where act. he has to act. Don't act. Get on a fucking motorcycle, Will.
1: Okay, I'm going to say this. I think the downfall... Toby, stop! Sorry, I'm dog is eating my cat's ass. I think the downfall becomes... And I think it's very hard right now because there's so much social media. There's so much paparazzi. There's so much 24-hour news cycle. I feel like the less you know personally about your actors and your musicians the better because like Tom, I feel like was doing really good, but like the shit that made people really turn against him is when he started sharing too much of his personal life. Like the Katie Holmes jumping around. He doesn't believe in like anti depression medicine. Like he started sharing too much about himself and people had like a visceral reaction to that. Will Smith, I think kind of similar like you feel like you know him and you're like what he's always let us know who he is but like he really didn't there was that wall between his work and his personal life but then it's like you know you have the red table talks and you have the memoirs and you have like people constantly filming you and you're doing like travel shows and you're openly like kind of like putting your personal self out there by like trying to like back your kid's career choices in movies. So I feel like when you start sharing too much of your personal life, I feel like it opens you up to this weird shit and um as much as people want it and they read it and they crave it, I feel like you have to leave them wanting more. You can't give them that much of yourself personally because they're just going to be fucking assholes about it. They're just going to tear you down about it. Like, I feel like um our Hollywood stars, they really do need to leave um that barricade between their personal lives and their professional lives.
0: You know who really had the good sauce to become a likable person in their 50s? Not Will Smith. To, he was popular when he was young, so he's like an ultimate rich weirdo. Tom Cruise, popular when he was young, ultimate rich weirdo. You got to get that Pedro Pascal life, all right? Where Mm -hmm. it's like he was in his 30s doing bit parts on Buffy the Vampire Slayer type of thing. And he spent decades grinding that shit out, nobody knowing who the fuck he was. And now he's in his 50s. And he's I like in his fifties. Have you seen that bitch? He looks like he's 50. <laughs> How old do you think he is? I'm gonna say he's 52. I don't know. He's you don't think he looks old as shit.
1: Um I'm, I'm, at... I'm blinded by love.
0: I'm just saying he's like he he had to grind it out for years, just like nobody knowing who he was as an actor.
2: Forty 47. All right, seven so pretty
0: close. So that's what you need. Will Smith, he had it too good for too long. And I now he's I think it slapping does. Chris Rock.
1: I think it does make a difference. Because, I mean, it is hard. It's like you live in the public eye for 20, 30, 40 years. They, they can't all be your best years. Right?
2: Yeah. And like I said just before, I feel like Will Smith has all the potential in the world because he's in his 50s. He can gracefully go from 50, 60, 70, 80 doing the Clint Eastwood, Liam Neeson thing, just put in a bunch of grimy, gritty movies where he's beating up scumbags. That's what I want to watch.
0: All right, Make guys.
1: Make him like also, a Charles Bronson. I think, Bronson. He has, I, think um, I don't agree with the slap. I don't agree with it, even a little bit. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. But I do think it definitely opens up will smith for people to be like yeah you could play a piece of shit in my movie mm, you could mm-hmm. play a bad guy in my movie because now he's got like a little bit more of that um like credibility of being an asshole
2: yeah yep, yep yep
1: you know what i mean so i feel like that's could be a turn
0: all right well um coming up next episode it's is possible. this?
2: Can I just ask? Is this like our podcast where we talked about the movie the least ever? I feel like we didn't talk about this. I feel movie. like we
1: definitely talked about Shark Tales more than this one. <laughs> yeah, I think Shark Tales had like a lot of weird fucking shit in it. I feel like this was just <laughs> a standard
2: yeah
1: uh, cartoon where it's just like you had your beats, um, you know, nothing looked too weird.
2: What was I, the conclusion? What happens at the end?
1: Oh, the conclusion was a
0: little heartbreaking. So Tom Holland's character, Walter, is getting, they're like flying up into the air, like almost like 50,000 feet in the air with the bad guy. Like he's attached to the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And the bad guy is basically like, they're like being flown by this drone and Tom Holland's trying to like deactivate all the drones. And he's about to do it. He's about to press the button to deactivate. And the bad guy's like, well, you deactivate the drone, you're killing me. And you don't want to kill people, right? Oh, yeah. So he puts on like a life vest thing, right? he's
1: like hug bubble.
0: That would save the bad guy, but he doesn't have a hug bubble for himself. Oh. So he's yep. like plummeting to the earth. That was beautiful. Like a willing to kill himself to save the bad guy so he wouldn't have to kill somebody and be pure.
1: That was nice. And then the pigeons all saved him.
0: Yeah, pigeons saved mm. him. Um, But, but- so come... Oh, go
2: ahead. Yeah, yeah. What's the end end though? Is Will Smith still a pigeon at the end?
1: they no, like they're fired. But then the agency's like, no, we do want you, oh, Walter, yeah, to but- lead a special fucking team where maybe we don't use violence so much and we use these alternative ways, mm. but secretly and look at that bird's not flying solo anymore. And then they do like a little montagey thing and. Walter definitely I mean not Walter Lance definitely stole like pigeons out sometimes they really honestly they left it open where you could very easily do sequels off of it Mm. I don't know if they will Um, seems like Disney will do fucking anything
0: uh, (laughs) cross crossover episode of wild wild will and um, alpha movie what is it called (laughs) alpha movie podcast Uh, bad boys for life (laughs)
2: not, <laughs> oh, this. Uh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Bad
0: boys <laughs> for life. Martin Lawrence, Will Smith getting back together.
1: I feel like I'm not that excited for it. Oh, I'm not, so it's excited. It's not Michael Bay.
2: That's that's the one thing where I'm like, oh, fuck, it's not Michael Bay, but yeah, I'm just excited see to see guys. those two. Yeah. Well, you know who the directors of this movie are.
0: They're, they're two like Moroccan dudes.
2: Well, they were the ones who directed the new Batgirl that got canned. Oh, were they- shit. They're the directors of the Batgirl movie.
1: Okay, Eric, I want your thought on this because yeah. um, I don't know who fucking said it recently, but they're saying that they don't like this thing where you scrap movies that are completely finished. So they think it's like bullshit, like a director said that. How do you feel? Like, Do you feel like they should have released Batgirl? Like shit was done. Like, do you feel like it's kind of bullshit for like a studio to let a whole ass movie get made and then just be like, and no one's ever going to see it now?
2: It's just so odd because we'll, the studio is thinking this movie's so bad that if we release it, it's going to do more damage monetarily and visually to our company. So we're not going to release it here's what's fucked up it shouldn't happen to anyone and i feel nothing but sympathy for the directors but is it kind of the small risk you take making a movie with studio money like mm-hmm. you're stepping into a franchise and you're using studio money they could fire you the first month we we'll look at the han solo movie they got rid of those two directors the Claudia with the chance of meatball dudes mm-hmm. um They were like the original directors of the solo movie and then they got canned, you know, 75% through the filming. Ron Howard came on.
0: I also heard like somebody, how somebody put it was like, like, like they were almost, they were almost positioning it like, oh, trust me, this is like, it would be worse for people like (laughs) at the studio for people involved in this if we let this out. Like, as in either the actors and actresses or the producers or the director, just like, trust me, it's better for these people that were involved in this that we don't release this thing. I think the
1: thing that I find obnoxious about that is like, you're getting the dailies like you're there. Like, why would you let it go all the way to completion? Have a fucking edit of this thing to the point that, like, the crew could watch it and then destroy it you know what i mean I, like just if if someone's making something you're like this is fucking garbage like i feel like i even understand more where you're just like you stop during production you're
0: also i don't know what they're trying to do with dc they got that new guy Is who do they have in now that's running it james gunn it's they have so that they have to think about the whole franchise of it like as in like the whole dc universe now and maybe just like wrecked a bunch of that shit like I don't know, can you, I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I mean, I don't, a give a, I don't give a fuck. But, like, what if James Gunn, because James Gunn wasn't in there when it first started. What if James no, Gunn no. came in and they, like, I don't know, they, like, got one of the big bad guys and they were like, we're going to put it for Batgirl. And they, like, kill him in the middle of the movie or something. I don't know. Mm. But I that's just think what
1: I... It seems like a math, generally speaking, because, like, they announced fucking old Henry as Superman and then James Gunn would be uh, like, oh he's not honestly i'm like, so sorry
0: i love the idea of just let these people go wild i love that we have like eight batmans now mm. just who the fuck cares who cares just do it you know what i mean yeah. like it doesn't have to have any rhyme or reasons these are stupid movies about superheroes i mean I think yeah I just
1: release think it we should probably stop letting ezra miller go wild oh yeah i we feel bad probably, for like this not be promoting his movies probably like their movie we should probably definitely be um, not allowing them to make movies anymore we should probably definitely like recast their role like that shit's fucking wild this, like I understand it's because Michael Keaton's in it but like guys what this, the fuck are you doing this is
0: a point that um my podcast partner Shane Allen made but I'd just like to reiterate it that like they had this whole world of You know, Ezra Miller is Flash and uh, Ben Affleck is Batman and uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yeah, they like they had all these people and they rebooted it. And the only person they kept was Ezra Miller. (laughs) They're like this person that's stealing children (laughs) like a ghoul. Let's keep let's keep yeah, let's keep the child thief. Um. Let's keep them in the movies. Everybody else can go, but this the child thing we must keep in the movie.
1: I. This is allegedly, this is just my opinion in my brain. Ezra Miller, they, like, really must have some dirt on some big old studio heads. Like, Ezra Miller must know where there are some bodies laying in some closets. Release
0: the flight logs.
1: Like, <laughs> let us know, Ezra, what you know, because obviously Ezra would be knowing something. I'm
0: waiting for the next cue drop. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for it. All right. That's... Okay, I've been
1: trying to convince Mark that.
0: Dude, like, Mark some...
2: wants the alpha movies waiting for the next cue drop.
1: <laughs> alpha movies, let's do it. I told Mark when we started, I was like, yo, I have something crazy to tell you about. Spies in disguise, and he's like, "What?" And I was like, "This was Jeffrey Epstein's favorite movie." Oh, but do you have something crazy about it.
0: Wait, that's real? No, uh, <laughs> I think it
1: was real too.
0: <laughs> oh, Osama bin Laden had like a whole fucking computer full of anime. Like he was just like a big Goku fan. So yeah, these awful people like movies. What is there a thing that you have, or was it?
1: Oh, my crazy thing was just like. How much money this did not oh, make at the box oh. office in comparison to Shark Tales. Like this one has got like a pretty decent rating and reviews. Shark Tales has terrible ratings and reviews.
0: Yeah, and
1: so much more at the box office than this. I just think that's crazy.
0: All right, are we are we good? I think we
1: right. Yeah, Bad boys we, for life. We talked to a lot of weird people today, so we better fucking close this out.
2: Here's all I'll say, and this is why movies will never die, because this guy over here has already bought Knock at the Cabin on Amazon for $25, UHD, in my digital library, and I've watched it three times since I bought it, once in theaters, it's a total of four times people, Uh, cinema is alive.
1: <laughs> that's why it'll never die because you paid to watch a movie twice but have seen it like four or five times watching it on his
0: phone the way M might <laughs> want it
1: <laughs> you know he's just watching it two inches away from his tv screen i know how you watch movies eric it was a good movie
2: it's great it's good stuff
1: all right <laughs> bye <laughs>